Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode number 134. Uh, we just keep doing these things. The number keeps going up and up and up, and I'm happy to be here. My name is Justin Morissette, and with me once again, as always, is... Stephen Hack. Sorry, I'm eating cereal. <laughs> Stephen Hork? Stefan Heck. <laughs> Stir frying hurricane. Uh, and I am. <laughs> Just eating the Anytime I try. Quinoa salad right now. <laughs> Anytime I try to do like a, like a, my mouth is full voice. Yeah. For some reason, it starts as like a Southern accent. I'm always like, Herman, <laughs> Herman. Or like no, like a Swedish chef. That's more what it is. Yeah, I mean that's what it sounded like. Stefan, he right. just did like the Swedish birdie, chef birdie. version of his name. Also, uh, my mic wasn't uh, hooked up properly, so I should sound better now. You sound way you louder. You sound louder now. for sure. It sounded like you just screamed in oh. my. In no, no my, I'm just I'm talking normally now. So I'm my, gonna turn you down a little bit. That's all right. Okay. Uh, turn, How about now? <laughs> turn me down in the headphones. Hey, DJ Khaled, turn <laughs> yeah. it down. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, you sound great. And w- welcome. Uh, how are things down in LA, Stefan? I know that... Uh, hot start. What episode are we on? 135? 134. 134. Shit. This is the first time you've asked me how things are down here. I, I know, right? I almost never do it. Yeah, I guess that's true. We don't ever talk about stuff. It's Stephen just after we recorded LA. last, uh, we also did two bonus episodes the very next day. That's true. And yeah. you couldn't attend one of them because you were busy with uh, very important LA business. So I was going to see how the business right. was going. It was good. It was. Uh, we went to a movie screening. I can't uh, say what it was, um, but it was fun. I know. I'm serious. Yeah. I no. Can't. I know. I know you can't. But it just is such an embarrassing thing to say. I know. I, I sound like an asshole. Yeah, but, you do. You, uh, sound you guys like are setting a, me up. So sound like a big asshole. Mm-hmm. Did I know, you I did, uh, I did know, you meet anyone at this screening? I did. I met I met some some cool people, and we have uh, some some meetings. To set up. <laughs> We're doing we have meetings. The meeting. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you have some important LA meetings coming up. Wow. We, we actually have some important LA meetings coming up in, in the next couple weeks. Or so. Whose so, bit um, was that? Was that Will Weldon's bit that he would just retweet yeah, anyone talking about LA meetings? Yeah, I've got uh, I've got some LA meetings <laughs> coming up too. Uh, the language arts departments getting together to talk about the rest of the school year. Am I right, now, guys? Now the difference is I'm not uh, tweeting about it. I'm talking about it on my podcast, so that's probably. <laughs> Worse. That's probably worse, yeah. <laughs> but in your defense, you also got forced into it against your will. Exactly, exactly. Well, that's not true. So, he didn't have to bring um, it up. He could have just said... We, I mean, we can talk about it for like the next 10, 15 minutes. You guys can kind of just like praise uh, me if you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, hey, congratulations. I, I, I can, so I was uh, jacking off into the toilet right after I had diarrhea into that same toilet. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to bed. You guys have fun without me. Uh, oh. Yes, I, I, we probably should. Uh, yeah. yeah you know, so case. people don't even know because we edited it out and that's fine. Uh, but yes, of course, 
Uh, yeah, things are going well down there. So, so I, the main reason I asked though, Stefan, is like I'm trying to bring back an old beloved segment of this show uh, that the people know and love. Of course, it's called "Good for You." Uh, oh, we, okay. I thought it was gonna be the John Mayer thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is also a beloved segment. That sure. was beloved. I don't yeah. know if it's old, but it's beloved. Yeah, but you know, we used to go around the table at the very beginning of the show and talk about maybe good things that had happened to us over right. the course I of the last why, week uh, or so. I think that's specifically a reason why uh, someone stopped listening to the show. Who? <laughs> the, there was like the guy who was talking on, on Twitter and he was saying that he liked the show and then his friend was like, oh, I tried to listen to it, but they were just like very, uh, it was just like they talked a lot. Yeah, they talked uh, a lot right, about their right. own podcast at the right. beginning, which is fair. <laughs> like when we started the show, we would do like, uh, like review, a, review. Yeah. So we do like a seven minute preamble, <laughs> then an ad that paid us and then uh, read our own reviews of the show and then talk about how good we were. Of course. The old days. Yes. Now yeah. we're all just old and miserable and shitty. Yeah. But <laughs> we don't. We just don't care anymore. But I brought back Good For You for a reason. And I think we all know what the reason is. Well, it's probably to big up yourself, I'm guessing. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. I don't, I don't no. have anything good I know, what, this week. I know why it is. Uh, I have, uh, there's nothing good going uh, on for fuck. me right now. Oh, God. I got problems I can't talk about. <laughs> Never mind successes. Oh, okay. Well, we can uh, talk about your problems no, if you want. No, I don't want to. <laughs> well, we can if you want. No, I, it would be bad for me. To talk about my problems, even though... Is it that growth that's on your elbow? No. What? I don't... What are you talking about? <laughs> did you talk about... I checked my elbow. I was just though. doing a little bit, but you did check your elbow, which was sweet. <laughs> it made the bit absolutely worth it. I'm like, either he's going to pick up that this is a bit and we're going to run with it, or he's going to check his elbow. And both are, both are a win for yeah. me. I am not the cause of my problems, but to talk about them would be to shame people... And it would overall be bad for me to do that. I see. Right. Okay. Y yes. You're not the cause of your problems. No. Okay. Uh, no. I'm not to blame for my <laughs> current misery, but I also cannot talk about who is. Otherwise, things would be even worse. Does that make you sense? You listen to the show? <laughs> well, I just don't want it to be public knowledge in general. I mean, okay. I, well, I, I mean, I have been around you when you've talked about it a lot. I mean, I feel like it is kind of public knowledge, to be honest. I mean... I thought it was a little bit weird that you shouted it at the bus stop, but uh, <laughs> but no, but you those know, people needed to know. You know exactly why this bit has come yeah. back. Now, a couple weeks ago, we talked about that John was uh, nominated for an illustrious oh, yeah. Vancouver Comedy Award. I was, and the award ceremony was last night. It was it's the big uh, the big gala all the went big, down. The big gala. Did you dress up for it? I did not. You did not wear your finest uh, your Sunday best. No, on I Monday. I your wore, Monday best. No, I wore a sweater. And uh, and some nice pants, I guess. So, yeah, I, like I didn't dress up, but I, you know, I never, I never look slobby. Oh, I look slobby right now, but I'm in my own home. Yeah, true. Uh, I, I, so yeah, no, I looked like I normally look. You looked like you, you know, could sit down in a leather chair and like smoke a pipe or something like that. If sure. you weren't super straight edge, I've smoked several pipes. <laughs> I mean, like a tobacco pipe, like a scholar. You know, you look I've never scholarly. <laughs> I've never smoked a scholarly pipe. My dad had a, had a pipe. Did he? Well, my dad used to be like a university uh, professor. Oh, really? So it just like do you, do you have the patches on his uh, jacket. I, don't, I thought he, your dad was a cop. He, my dad is not a cop. Oh, for some reason I always <laughs> thought your dad was a cop. No, he's a family therapist. Oh, and God. so, he, so he taught psychology 
at oh. like the University of Calgary, I think, when we were living oh, in Calgary, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Your dad's a family therapist. Yeah. So but So what, someone you could but, tell your problems to. Exactly. But through teaching, like growing up around the house, there was always just like a big pipe that like sat on a bookshelf downstairs that I never once ever saw him smoke out of. But it had like it was blackened, so it had clearly been used at one point. Damn. I just think if you become a university professor it's like or a rite of passage right. that you need to have a pipe. Yeah, most of my professors smoked in class. <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. Um, yeah, okay. Well, I like. Well, and Mitch Hedberg has that great joke about how he wishes that he could like smoke a pipe while he's doing comedy, so then you would know when to laugh. Like when he takes a drag of the pipe, then you know that like that's the that's punchline. The end of a joke. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I like. Is there a way to smoke a pipe without? smoking a pipe if you know what i mean well you could get one of those pipes that like blows bubbles out of it yeah i've, d- I've definitely done that pipe <laughs> <laughs> is that how you say it <laughs> yes okay no, I, d- I did that I pipe i don't think so no oh man i did some bubbles today <laughs> smoked some mad bub yeah, but it was a, it's that purple can you know how we do <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Bubbles are dope as hell. Oh, yeah. The best. I mean, it was cool in elementary school when you'd have the, like, bubbles lesson. Mm-hmm. Like, that. I feel like that was, like, every year. Some, some One of your science classes was just like, let's go outside and blow bubbles and pretend that this is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Look at the spherical shape of them. Yeah. This is a lesson. It's like in high school. Like, you, if you're, you get to go to Playland in, like, grade 8, 9, and because 10. It's, science. It's, it's kinetic like energy. Yeah, it's, it's physics, physics or whatever. Yeah, but like I mean, come on, come out. <laughs> it's your reward for being such a fucking nerd for the rest of the year, though, right? I guess, but yeah. I mean, like science nine. It's not like everybody's got to take it. So you got some nerds, but you also got some kids who. I oh think boy. it's like physics specific, though, when the subjects break off in grade eleven. It is, yeah, yeah. but you don't. But I'm saying that the Playland trip is usually like grade nine or ten. Oh, really? It's not the physics kids. Wasn't for me. Not well, in my school. Well, then you went to a shit school. How about uh, your private school, Stefan? Uh, they did, but I think it was a physics thing where you'd have to be in physics to go to it. Okay. And I, well, I stopped taking science in 10th grade. It was a little bit. I mean, Stefan's kind of burying the lead there, which was his school had their own roller exactly. coaster. Every day was their own personal <laughs> playland yeah. trip. Exactly. Yeah, it was called, uh, it was called Every Day uh, in Locker Room. <laughs> Kind of a, you can fill in that the the blank of that joke for yourself. Maybe it's something to do with uh, the size of my penis. Now I had to like hide it. From people sounds like your blanks were filled in, if you know what I mean. Well, let's. I mean, no, I'm saying I had to hide my. I had a small wiener, so I had to hide it. You had to hide your small wien, and that was a roller coaster. Yeah, because it was kind of like, oh, am I, is it going to get? You know what? I think before I started this bit, I was like, I saw it going to a different place. Than <laughs> Kind of like a roller coaster. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I just, uh, yeah, it's like, it space, ups it's like space Mountain. Exactly. You can't see the track. You don't know when you're going to turn. It's like. Oh, when I was a kid, I was like terrified by Space Mountain. And my older cousin told me, it's fine. You, the car's not actually moving. It's just a dark room with a big fan that they blow on. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> he told me that and I believed it. It made me less scared of the ride. Sounds like a great physics 11 lesson. <laughs> it's definitely not true. I went to Space Mountain when I was nine and my parents told me it ruined the rest of my day. 
I was like so excited. I, all I want to do is go on Space Mountain. Then I went on it, and that like ruined me for roller coasters for life. I hate roller coasters and rides <laughs> in general. And I just yeah, I've never gotten into them. And then and then I got Vertigo, so that gave me a built-in excuse to actually never have to go on one again. Hmm. Oh my god! But I love water slides. That's my shit. That's worse water than a roller coaster. Are. No, because water slides, it, your body's doing the thing. You're not like in a cart or like in a strapped in where your body's just like. Okay, we're just gonna whip you around like water slides. Your whole body's doing the thing. Yeah, but like water slides, you might like you know bang into something. Whereas like I'm gonna yeah, be safe on a roller coaster. Uh, well, well, I don't a know. Roller coaster is like the illusion of danger. And as we learned from our action park episode, water slides are just <laughs> danger. Well, I mean, <laughs> six of one, half a dozen of the other. But my girlfriend did buy me an action park T-shirt. So I know pretty fucking sweet yeah and they're making, they're making an action, action park, park movie, movie. yeah jared hale yeah. told us about that yeah with yeah. johnny knoxville i think steve was in it it's, i don't know if it's all the jackass guys or what yeah but i'm disappointed they beat you to the punch stuff and you should have written that movie i know i know but we've got we got some good ideas so. yeah that would have been cool for your uh, meeting yeah for your big hollywood <laughs> meeting hey you guys have heard of action <laughs> park i got an action part for you <laughs> Well, that's, that that's be, when you that's no, when you pitch it to be, no well, that's when you pitch I'm, it to your famous pitching it to the, okay, yeah to the you actor. pitch it to your famous actor friends yeah okay i see what that you're, saying. you're not allowed to talk about on this show yeah you sign an nda right. to not disclose your friendships yeah no they just asked me that's what uh that's what i do i sign uh i, I make all my friends sign ndas i'm like don't talk about this hangout <laughs> Well, there's one thing that you're trying very hard not to disclose right now. <laughs> no, I don't care. You can say it. changing the subject I didn't as many actively, times as I possible. I did not actively change Stephen, the subject. Stefan, is he changing the subject? No, I didn't do that. Uh, I, I don't think so. I feel I like mean, it just well, naturally, we just naturally got off course as true. we are want to do. It's true. I did bring up the pipe thing. That was not you. Precisely. <laughs> that is true. You know, what's, uh, you know what is shaped like a pipe often is a water slide. <laughs> Sorry, were we done with that? No. I kind of want to keep talking. No, about that. we. Uh, you, I was talking about pipes because you were wearing like your smoking jacket on your way to. to oh, to my award to ceremony. The award ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I was nominated I, for one award. It's ironic that you don't want to brag about this. Uh, well, it's because I'm so humble. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really most of it. Now you went into this like convinced that that you know. Oh, it's kind of funny that I'm nominated, but there's no way I'm going to win. I didn't think I was going to win. I felt like another one of the nominees. Uh, I don't know. This category was a was was weird because um, uh, I think those those people that know me, uh, the bragging is not really humble. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but I don't feel like I brag. I just feel like I'm like on my social media or whatever. It's just like, hey, here are the things I do. I don't. I don't feel like I'm like ah, I'm the fucking best man. Like I don't feel like I'm like that. But yeah. maybe that is the humble part of it, where I just like I'll post a picture of me curling and be like, oh, like we won a tournament or like whatever. And then I don't know. People seem really stuck on the fact that like I say that I'm like an elite athlete <laughs> and also a comedian. Like they seem really because most comedians and no, this is no offense to my comedian friends who uh, who listen to this show. <laughs> um, <laughs> that might be your best joke you've ever told. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't even listen to the, they don't even listen to the episodes they're on. Um, I uh, like a lot of comedians. Like that's what they do. Like comedy's their whole life, and they they don't have uh, what uh, what 
we, uh, what we would refer to as hobbies. Mm-hmm. So, so, so do you I not think, see so, how you're like elevating yourself above all of them right I'm now? I'm not elevating myself <laughs> above. Jeez. It sort of sounds like you are, though. I'm not. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just trying to speculate as to how I won this. <laughs> Well, you guys tell me. Okay? You don't even see how you have just lifted yourself above the field of no, every I, other comedian. I didn't say that. I said a lot of comedians. I didn't say all. Listen, some of them are really good at cross-stitch or whatever. I don't know. I know Kyle Bottom is good at magic cards. Is that a... That's a good thing that <laughs> and he like talks about. Online gaming. Seems yeah. Like he's pretty into that. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, it's fine. But, it's just like, yeah, it, w- it was funny that I won. I, it was like, it was a good time. I, I don't regret, I don't regret being nominated or winning or whatever, even though there were 30, like 30 categories and there were only two that were negative. Did you, uh, did you give a speech? No. No, no speech? <laughs> they weren't allowed. They only, like, they only, because they want to keep the award show moving. So they only let like, six or seven awards give speeches they were supposed to play a sketch that we did and uh the audio wasn't working for it so they're going to release the sketch in the next few days so that was supposed to be like in lieu of a speech Ah. was they interviewed all four of us that were nominated for it but i i think now that i have one it is going to go straight to my head i'm going to try to go two for two yeah yeah, I want to win next year. I want to repeat for sure. I'm, it's not a humbling gotta, moment for you where you like re-examine your behavior and see how how did we get here? No, they already voted me best humble. So <laughs> why would I... Want. Yeah, what am I going to do? Be more humble? There's nothing to be humble about. There's nothing more to be humble about. When you're the best humble, it's like they're just saying, man, just keep doing what you're doing. You've got it under control. And uh, so, yeah, so I'm going to try to go two for two. I'm going to just, I'm going to have, I'm going to have even more hobbies this year. That's my new, that's my new plan. I'm just going to hobby it up. Maybe I've always wanted to, uh, always wanted to take up a piano. Maybe I'll learn that. I played piano as a kid. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Are you good? Can you play anything anymore? I mean, I think it's one of those things where if I, if I went at it again for like two weeks, I could be good again. Um, Shit. But I. Did you do like uh, conservatory or anything? Yeah. I got up to like. 10th what grade i think yeah in the in the royal conservatory you got up to 10th grade yeah well that's extremely good oh I, it was just good i think isn't I, it I mean, i'm pretty sure that's yeah. pretty good i feel like i don't even know i think it's like i think even, it's okay like i was good i think yeah i mean that's pretty good because that's like where you got to like pass exams and stuff yeah i did have to pass exams and i had to do like musical theory and shit Dude, I want to hear you play. Yeah, sounds like you're a prodigy. I want to hear you stripe the keys sometimes. Let's. Uh, we should I'll, get a little I'll band. Try. I mean, I have to get back into it. Right? That's the a, only thing. But, uh, we should get a little jam like band it. going. I don't know if you guys yeah. know this, but I do. I also play a musical instrument. Oh, really? Yeah, drums. So, Stefan, you could play the keys. I'll play the drums. And Justin, I don't, well, you're like, not really good at anything musical. Yeah. But. Well, you know, you're so busy with curling and comedy that you don't even have time for your uh, for your drumming pursuits. I don't have time. No, you're right. <laughs> it's. Uh, it's a there's a lot See, this going is on. it this is this is the award right here <laughs> so, yeah it's this is it we're living hey, it i just you know humble bragging was coined by the late great harris whittles that's right and i would like to think that harris looked down at me last night and said that's my bitch that's my bitch right there <laughs> and i was like you know like someone has to do it so <laughs> I'm still waiting for the call from NBC. Get, get me a get me a writing job, you know. But. Yeah.
but what, but whatever. Yeah, no. If someone was going to win an award coined by like one of my personal heroes, I'm glad it's a friend of mine. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, and you also have like not taken the medal off from around your neck. Listen, it's been whether, 24 hours, guy. Whether or not I have the medal on right now is not of anyone's concern. <laughs> a lot of kids at school today were very confused. <laughs> But I just said, listen, it's an owl. When you win your award, you'll understand. Yeah. I was like, listen, it's not. They're like, oh, what is the award for? And I was like, well, it's a long story. Like, uh, Brian Regan, just put it around my neck. But, like, it wasn't a big. It was was just casually. It was just there to present it. I don't know. Anyway, it's fine. And, um yeah, it was just cash, so yeah, they, they this got is, it. This isn't an uncomfortable thing for you to talk about, though, because it seemed like you were unhappy that you were nominated for this. What? Did it? I'm pretty bit. sure I was doing a bit. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when I first got nom, the only thing... That- <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I won, so... <laughs> so fucking... Esmadi! <laughs> um... No, uh, I think it was the only thing that was weird about it, uh-huh. which I, and I, I don't know if I said this on the show before, but was like the only thing, the only reason I was upset about it a little bit in the beginning was because I got like, they sent out an email to all the people who were nominated. Oh yeah. And it was congrats. Yeah. You're and it was nominated. Like, yeah. And it was like just a form email that they sent to everybody. And they're like, congratulations. <laughs> you were nominated for a 2018 <laughs> Vancouver comedy award. And, and so and like you put out an album. Yeah, so like so maybe it's a big one. You know? Literally the first thing I thought of was, Oh wow. They nominated me for best album. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like best humble bragger, John Cullen. You're like, Oh, okay. Well that's, not great <laughs> and then you're like do i even brag am i even humble and then i'm like obviously i'm humble but it was just so weird so anyway that so that was the more that like it after the initial like hour or so where i was like oh that's like oh man that's kind of they, re- they really lifted you up before bringing yeah, you way time. back down big time big time but then yeah so th- th- then it was like a weird it was definitely a weird thing last night because i was like sitting there and i'm like I'm like, ah, oh, geez, like, and it's the whole room is all comedians. So it's like all my peers in the Vancouver comedy scene. And then we have such a great comedy scene and the show is so fun. And it was just like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, ah, oh, man, like this isn't even like on the one hand, I'm like, ah, oh, this really like probably a lot of people in this room, like voted me for this. Like that's, unf- this is before I know that I've won. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ah, oh, a lot of people have voted me for this. Like, I don't know if this is like good. I'm like, ah, feeling a little bit conflicted. But then on the other hand, I'm like, but I do want to win. Like, I don't want to not like, it's weird. Like just the fact that it's an award, Mm -hmm. like fucks you up that it's called an award. Like, even though it's not really like a great necessarily like a great thing. So you're just kind of sitting there and you're like, ah man. But at the same time, you're like, it's an award. Like I want to win. I don't want to not win. But when, okay. So when they call your name and you're the winner, are it's part of you? Like, just like everyone in this room, like actually just hate me. Um, I mean, (laughs) that's normally what I think about before I go to bed. (laughs) It's not usually when I'm around other people. There's enough noise to distract me. It's more when I'm like alone, like just my head hits the pillow and I'm like, is anyone really my friend? (laughs) Uh, No, uh, no, honestly, I, I mean, I thought it was more just like a roast than, uh, you know, it's more just people being like, you know, Hey man. 
maybe tone it down a little bit. It was it didn't feel like a, like from a place of love. Yeah, it didn't feel like well, I don't know about love, but like it didn't feel like it was from a place of hate. It okay. was it didn't feel like a fuck you, man. It just felt like a little bit more like yeah, like we see you like maybe just ease up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not going to. Like I said, I'm going two for two. But yeah, anyway, it was fun. It was it was a fun time. The Sorry. award the award ceremony was hella fun. I've just really enjoyed this opportunity to like really put the screws to you a little bit here. Make you twist in the wind a little. Hey man, whatever. One of us has an award and one of us doesn't. So <laughs> That is true. You can try to screw me all you like, pal. <laughs> but uh this metal's never coming off. Fair. Fair. Uh but yeah, no, it's all good. It was yeah, and the yeah, like I said, the award ceremony was a ton of fun. I I think it was a really great job by the done by the festival. Well, you were elated to be uh, given something that might be construed as bad last night. Stefan, on the other hand, uh, you were miserable with uh, some news that you got, and I guess I got it also. Affected both of yeah. us. Well, I was watching the game when when Brock Besser got hurt, and I, it looked like he died. <laughs> I thought he it looked he was like crumple on the ice. It was brutal. Yeah, he and was- it made me realize like oh. I guess I kind of do care about this team. Like that's the most I've felt. I I don't know. It was just so demoralizing. And it was also just like, Oh, I mean, of course that happened. Like, why did we not see that coming? Like, of course the worst possible thing to happen to this team is going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, I feel like if the worst, like what's worse, he dies on the ice. Well, that is, yes, that is worse. Yes. Or, I mean, no, no, I didn't give you the or option. He dies on the ice or it's like really long and drawn out like he has an illness. Like what would be worse for the franchise? Like, what do you mean? Like he, so has, Besser, a term, so he either, has a terminal illness? Precisely. So then, he either so he either last night he gets hit, that, that hit. And it like fractures his spine and yeah, it's done. Exactly. Dies on the ice. So I, don't wanna, I don't want him to die. I but, mean, they'd both be horrible. Yeah, yeah but I'm just but, saying like for a franchise, like what is worse for your franchise? Probably the ice thing because then you have like the visual of it. Yeah. That's true, actually. Yeah, just, you're right. We all saw the final moment. You yeah, know? that's true. Yeah, you're right. That is worse. I it was just throwing it out there because you're saying you're a cursed <laughs> franchise. So I was just thinking, like, what would be the worst curse? Well, it's don't just get like me wrong. One... I like, I like. I've said this before. That uh, sorry, I know I've talked a lot, but I, I know I've said this before. But I have to watch the Canucks. Mm-hmm. Like, if I want to go see live hockey, I have to watch the Canucks. So it's not in my best interest for the Canucks to be bad. Yeah. I want them to have good players, and Besser is good. Yeah, it's like, I don't want him to like be hurt. The Leafs are always going to be on on Saturday night. Yeah. So they may as well be entertaining because it's always going to be the show that's on, you know? Precisely. Sorry, I dropped a pen. Hi, everyone. Um, no, all good. All good. And Stefan, this is kind of a rare thing. You haven't watched that many games this year, partly because you live in Los Angeles. Yeah. So I turned on the game basically 10 seconds before he got hit into the Jesus. Did you feel like that was your fault? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything on Twitter, but uh, yeah, no, it was it was rough. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like the like the one good thing this season, he gets taken away from us. He and he gets injured at twenty nine goals and shut down for the season. He for sure would have hit thirty, probably would have hit thirty five, and uh, so we don't get to see that. And I know they're gonna drop three spots in the lottery, and I know they're gonna pick a defenseman who's gonna end up being the worst out of the top group of defensemen. Um, I, I mean, I just know that's how it's going to go. And I know they're going to sign Evander Kane. Um, and 
I don't know. It's just like, can I just fast forward like three years? Now, now, what do you, okay, what do you guys think of this? I'm going back into my moderator role. Okay. People have really floated this idea out there a lot that maybe in the offseason there's a trade where they send Louis Erickson to the Oilers for Milan Lucic. I would hate that. At least Erickson is likable. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. He, and, and like, he's significantly overpaid for what he does, but he can still be like a good third line winger penalty killer type player where yeah, it's like i don't good, think lucic can be that. good like, at anything yeah lucic feels done yeah yeah whereas erickson is at least like he's still like an nhl like third line winger like right. you were saying justin but and obviously like horrendously overpaid but like he'll get you know 35 points a year yeah uh and there was <laughs> there was a tidbit in the provies last night that there was a team at the deadline that called about louis erickson and they could have been rid of him if they were willing to eat a little salary. Does that knowledge, is that just going to haunt you for the next four years, basically? Knowing that if they had been willing to, I don't, I don't even know how much salary they would need to eat. Like $2 million It was a Montreal, year? right? Maybe. I think, yeah. Wasn't, th- wasn't that the rumor? It was I, Montreal? I think there were a couple teams, actually. But Montreal, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, at, I'm at the point now where it's like, just just hold on to him. It's going to suck, but just hold on to him. Like, it's going to probably, you're going to have to eat something. You're going to have to eat shit uh, on, on the trade. So, like, why not eat the shit that you know? Yeah. I don't know. It, it's just. Because, like, the shit that you get back might be, like, you know, really white and dried out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. At least this is, like, a big, juicy turd. <laughs> That's what and I've always said the, about turds. This as is long the as hockey they're, analysis that people come here As long for. as they're big and juicy. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of hockey, let's get to our clip of the week. <laughs> yeah. Our clip of the week this week uh, comes to us from the National Hockey League, of course, as you just said. Uh, and, boy, I, 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 saw, I heard something really great in the game last night in the first period, which was a pretty bad first period. Uh, in the game against the New York Islanders that the Canucks played, I was thrilled because I have to intently listen to every single game uh, as as part of my studio producer role. I'm clipping highlights and whatnot and have to pull the important parts of it. This is not our clip of the week, but it is a throwback to a previous clip of the week because one of the ice-level microphones in the arena picked up a player on the ice talking to another player, and he dropped a perfect, pitch-perfect... Nick Kyrgios-esque, shut the fuck up, man, to a point where it startled me in my chair. I thought someone had played a recording of that Nick Kyrgios clip of the week. Now, this is not one of those no. clips, but this, this, is, is, uh... this is ice level recordings as well. This, is, I think, comes from somebody who was sitting next to the penalty box. Yeah, it looks the like game. they're right behind the penalty box at an LA Kings game, and uh, Drew Doughty comes into the box, and uh, he's not... Uh, he doesn't seem very happy. And that's our clip of the week this week. <laughs> Just outstanding. I mean, I love it. I mean, I know that this you kind of thing... can't question his passion. I mean, I know that this kind of thing happens uh, happens in hockey, like, every game. I'm sure that there is, like, this type of 
vitriol, spewed at the officials, spewed at players. But when you just capture it like that, like right at ice level, and there's something like a little bit, there's something almost like a little bit perverse about it that you're, you're just watching that. You see the person like sitting behind the penalty box is just like, "Mm, it's just beautiful. And uh, Drew, it's just, yeah, it's just great stuff. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, but like the idea of like, whether it's the NHL or any sports league, putting out like a pay-per-view like premium yeah. feed with no commentary but just entirely on ice microphones. Have we talked about this on the yes, show before? Yes, I think we have. I mean, it's definitely something I've talked about wanting very badly. But I just don't see it's going to happen. I don't just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean that would cuz it would implicate so many players, especially the ones who are saying like I'm going to kill you, I'm going to get you like or, whatever and or then. just all the shit about like other guys' wives and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you you I mean we often are still able to hear that stuff anyways. Yeah, I just want it every game, you know. Oh, for sure. I, I would pay I don't know. How, how much would it be per month? How I much would you be willing to pay per month to listen to that? Like 15, 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking that too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Over the over the shitty commentators. So. And like I know that the reason why they wouldn't want to do it is like they're a family friendly league. And kids can't listen to that. Yeah, but it's on pay per view. But, but kids can't pay twenty bucks a month, you know? Yeah, kids are fucking poor idiots. Exactly. Where's a kid getting the money to listen to that? Exactly. Feed? Even in you're you're like even well maybe it's like impressionable teenagers. And then it's like well they're probably university students. They definitely can't afford it either. Yeah. Well, if somebody has to like mow the lawn in the case of a university student or a, a high school student rather, or like paint someone's house in the case of a university student. Then you know what they deserve to listen to the players swearing on the ice. Yeah, they're they're working hard for their money, and they're going to put it towards hearing Drew Doty yell "fuck" at the ref. You know, like make it worth their while. Yeah, go paint some houses, and then the cap goes up, and everybody's happy. It's a it's a brand new revenue stream. Yeah, you, you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, there's no reason not to do it, really. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's good. I think it's good that university students paint houses because the way this economy is going, it's about the only jobs are going to be left. Enjoy your BA and your house painting. It's useless <laughs> twat. Get him, John. Get him. Yeah. Go in. It's, it's been, been a, long. it's been a long time since I've cursed out university <laughs> students, but goddamn, they've got an attitude that I just cannot <laughs> condone. Go off, King. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that Speaking where of that, uh, we made Jesse play FIFA tonight and he actually likes it. Oh, That's really? Because I he likes uh, he likes sports games. Right. And I kind of I thought maybe, well, he likes sports games, so maybe he'll like FIFA. And he was like, OK, at it. Like I beat him. But like he knew what he was doing. And like he's pretty a couple good because FIFA is a hard game to get. If you like, I remember I had a buddy like maybe two years ago um, that like a lot of people actually would probably know on um, on Twitter is at shutdown line. Corey Schneider. And he uh, got FIFA. I think it was like FIFA 15 was like the first FIFA he ever got. And he just like couldn't. He's like, I don't get why people love this. Like, I don't get the hype. He's like, I just can't figure it out. Like he was playing on rookie and was getting smashed. And I was like, FIFA is just like in my DNA. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. It's just, it's just one of those things. I guess once you get it, then you get it. But I feel like I'm like that maybe with Madden. That's maybe like the game that I don't have like. I don't like I haven't played Madden since like 05 for me. It might be 2k. Like I really, I like it and I like playing it. I'll play like franchise mode and stuff. But like when I play people who like kind of 
actually know what they're doing, uh, I'll just get obliterated. Like I can't play other people in 2K. Oh yeah, I definitely wasn't when we had our little 2K league there for a minute. Like Lambert just destroyed me. That's me with Rocket League. But I beat him four nothing Iceland versus Brazil today. (laughs) Nice. I love playing Rocket League, but I can't play it online. Like oh well, the Rocket League online players are out of out of control. It's it's just yeah. I'm uh, I'm just gonna say right now I'm I'm good at Rocket League. I know that I can play Rocket League if you're on my team. Yeah, I'm not like I'm. I wouldn't say I'm bad at it, but I just like I, I'm definitely not good. Before we move on to our top three questions of the week, though, and I don't want to turn this into an episode of Podcaps, <laughs> the Whitecaps did something in their first game on Sunday that is so questionable that I know you tweeted about John, and I wanted to let you expand on that a little bit here. Okay, which is the fact that we all know that their best player and oh. like the most exciting player. The fans love him because he's from here. Well, Alfonso ish. Davies. He's sort of from yeah, here. Yeah, sort of, he's sort of a hometown. Born boy. in Liberia, moved to Edmonton, and then uh, played for the Whitecaps Academy, and then moved here. But I mean, but sort of a sort of a hometown boy. Yeah, we get to I mean, call him our. He own plays a for Canada. Bit. Yeah, exactly. internationally, he plays for Canada. Yeah, uh, and he like you would think a game in which he had a goal and an assist, if I'm not mistaken. He did. Yes, that he would be a shoe-in for Man of the Match. That's right. But he was banned from winning Man of the Match. <laughs> and and he's banned from winning Man of the Match. For the entire season. In perpetuity, basically. Yeah. Well, for two years. Because <laughs> the Man of the Match. Because the Man of the Match is sponsored by Budweiser. So he's uh, not allowed to win uh, Man of the Match because he's not of legal drinking age. <laughs> What the that, fuck? That's fucking. Are you serious? Yeah, the Whitecaps. <laughs> the Whitecaps tweeted it out. They said like, uh, they said something like, "Oh, uh, like yeah, Fonzie can't win this for the next two years." And then they were like, "No, seriously." And I was like, "What?" Does the winner of Man of the Match like have to chug a beer? No, afterwards? they get they get like a they get a beer stein with like the Budweiser logo on it. But you like, can't just have the stein. You can drink juice out of it. Yeah, I know. It's very odd, and I don't know why they do that. But yeah, I'll try and find the exact uh, the exact tweet here. But it's, yeah, it's very bizarre. Um, it's just like, find a different sponsor. You know, let Budweiser do something I mean, I'm else. guessing Budweiser's just giving them enough money that they can't, like... I don't know, but it's it just... It just seems like the stupidest so PR move ever. Like, the one guy that our fans absolutely adore yeah is disbanded. oh and like the chances of him winning man of the match are pretty good every game like it's <laughs> yeah. pretty yeah it says uh time to vote for your bud man of the match unfortunately alfonso davies is not eligible for another two years no seriously <laughs> that's the dumbest shit i've ever heard yeah it's very very stupid i literally i literally tweeted that i was like every time you think the white caps have done a stupid thing they go and do an even stupider thing um, so yeah, I don't. I, I someone uh, tweeted at me uh, that the same thing happened to the U.S. That the U.S. was playing Mexico, and the man of the match was sponsored by a tequila company. And it's even worse in the U.S. It's twenty-one, and Jordan Morris was twenty, so he couldn't win man of the match either. This is insane. So, so insane. Yeah, I Holy guess it's just like because uh, Chris James, uh, my co-host at Podcaps FC, was saying that that he he was saying that like. That he feels like it's just that's beer companies are just so afraid of getting like taken down by the law well, or whatever. It's, that- it's it's true because like if you go to like Budweiser's Twitter, it'll say like you must be of legal age to follow this account. 
Right. Which is which like, is in, and you go to their website and it's like, are you legal age to like, but then you have like just beer commercials on TV. Yeah, like, exactly. It's so stupid. It's a very, yeah, it's a very weird. They're worried standard. that seeing that someone seeing Alfonso Davies win the man of the match is going to encourage underage drinking. Yeah. That's in, it's insane. It's actually insane. Um, and that, do you know that like the reason why Vancouver is not allowed to have like an arcade bar? Like if you go down to, I guess you wouldn't know anything about arcade bars, Mister Straight Edge over but here. But I know a lot about arcade bars, like like Ground Control in Portland or like Barcade uh, in New York. Wait, or uh, there's so, one in Toronto. Also. So wait, is it a bar with video games in it? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. So an arcade bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because I don't drink. I don't know what an arcade bar is. What's a swim-up bar? Oh, I don't know. I don't drink. What What do you do to that? How do you get to the bar? There's water all around it. I'm so confused because I don't drink. Well, bud, you fucking swim up to it. Oh, shit, a swim-up bar? You don't say. We're not allowed to have one in Vancouver. Really? They tried to. Yeah, like it was EXP, EXP. Okay, tried yeah. to be that, and they were banned from having like more than a set amount of arcade games oh, really? in their know that. facility because, because A, our liquor laws are so fucking antiquated. So dumb, yeah. They were written in like 1903 and have barely been updated since. Yeah. But they, yeah, they view it as a form of gambling. Even though you can't win anything. I don't know. Those tickets are pretty sweet. <laughs> and they also said that, like, basically the bylaw is written in such a way that it says, like, arcade games are for children. And so to have children's entertainment in your drinking facility is to encourage underage drinking. Yeah, I mean, okay. No. no I know. Who really wants to go yeah. play, like, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter 2 in an arcade? A 10-year-old or a 30-year-old? Well, I mean, both. <laughs> I guess both. Uh, yeah, but uh, like, okay, it's the same thing like Vancouver. I think, did I talk about this? I feel like I talked about this on the recently, but I don't know if it was on the show about how your liquor license, uh, they have some that are specified by like dancing. So like you, if you have to pay more for a liquor license in this city, if you have dancing at your venue, like a dance floor or like, cause I remember when I used to play in bands, we would play in venues that would have like tables and chairs like near the stage. Mm -hmm. So we would try to move the tables and chairs and they're like, Oh no, you can't do that because if we clear an area that's like for dancing or for people to like stand around, like we could get shut down because we don't have a dance specific liquor license, which that's, costs more money. That's crazy. You would think it would cost more to have more tables because more people are drinking. Buddy, I don't make the rules. <laughs> I'm just reporting on them. <laughs> no one does. Who's still alive. But you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> you know? right. Like, yeah. None of this shit makes sense. It's pretty cool that uh, Gassy Jack made all of our liquor laws. It's like, God, it's just, you really trusted a guy named Gassy Jack? Yeah. Oh, there's dancing over there. We cannot have any of that in this city. Uh, the Lord of Gastown. Yeah, he's the Lord of something. All right, let's get to these questions. <laughs> yeah, we'll go from there into our top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. 
Russell, look out. Anything good in the mailbag this week, John? You know what? Yes. yes. I'm going to say this is like one of the best mailbags you ever had. It was very I, difficult to limit it to three. I was looking over the questions. There were some good ones. There were some week. very good ones this so week. So if you ask a question and it did not make the cut, it will for sure be yeah, in there this Yeah, there were a, a lot. We debated, uh, we debated this here, me and Justin and Dan at uh, Ground Control. We didn't have any meetings tonight, so we just went over <laughs> the questions. Uh, <laughs> But uh, this first question comes in from a day one listener of the show. And uh, I think he's asking this because he is in my emo band. Uh, I I think I've talked about this when we played the Halloween show. I'm in an emo cover band called Paramorg. And uh, we're going to be playing the Fox Cabaret coming up pretty soon. uh, March 22nd. So if you live in Vancouver and you like emo songs or you like me or you want to watch me struggle to play drums for an hour. Well, hey, have I got the time for you. Uh, come down to the Fox at 9 p.m. on March 22nd. But Jamie Sesford, longtime listener of the show, asks, which classic 2000s-era emo song best represents your current favorite professional sports team? Now, I, I'll go first. I have an I, answer also. Okay. Well, Steph, you, I feel Stefan's going to need some time here. Yeah. Actually, well, yeah, why don't you, why don't you go first? Because I'll can bra- i get in the middle because you guys cheer for the same team. Yes. So you go first, Justin, then I'll come in the middle, and then Stefan can... Uh, I'm going to go with In This Diary by the Ataris. Sure. From 2003's So Long Astoria. Speaking of video games. Uh, who, oh, yeah. I guess that, yeah. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, who, who, which have lyrics, in, you know, including, uh, oh, no, this is not this is not the one I, I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, being grown up isn't half as fun as growing up. Oh, that is this one. It is here in this diary by the Ataris. I guess when it comes down to it, being grown up isn't half as fun as growing up. These are the best days of our lives. The only thing that matters is just following your heart, and eventually you'll finally get it right. Well, the Canucks have not finally gotten it right, but they certainly were more fun to watch when I was growing up, and I had better feelings about them in like my high school emo years sure so i feel like this song kind of encapsulates that golden age of like west coast express into sedine era basically of like man those really were the best hockey watching days of my life and i probably wrote about it in this diary (laughs) (laughs) i actually have an answer and it's a song that i really like Okay. Um, but, but John, you can go first. All right. So, I, well, I have two answers because I feel like the Leafs are pretty good now and they may have a chance to win the Stanley Cup in the next few years. I don't want to say that too loudly because I'm sure they'll find a way to screw it up. But I would have said it is uh, Until the Day I Die by Story of the Year uh, because I felt like that would be about when the Leafs might win the Stanley Cup after the day I die. Um, but I would say now that, uh, I would just, this, uh, that I would say a very constant one is, uh, is, uh, Monin. Are we really happy with who we are? Uh, cause for several reasons, first of all, just the title of the song and the sentiment of the song is like, even when the leaves have been good, it's like, are we really happy with them though like we're not really too sure and the opening lyric of the song is you said you want it you said you need it what you don't know is i know that you can't get it (laughs) and uh that's probably uh true of the cup as well so those are my two choices Stefan, you go right ahead 
Uh, I'm going to go uh, Freakish by Saves the Day. Oh, okay. Uh, which is, it's a, it's a really good song. And it's got that cool video with like the Muppets in it or whatever, or the puppets. Um, but uh, it's about like, just like apathy and like not caring anymore. And uh, I feel like that's fairly accurate as to how I feel about the team. And so, also like every emo song. <laughs> Well, well, it's yes. about being like apathetic and just like not really caring about stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, <laughs> it's also like the one emo song that I I know. So I'm gonna go with that one. Dope. Yeah. Uh, okay. The second question. Of yeah, the week. I, I picked one that was like more about a, a distant era in the past because I feel like the song is also saying right. that that is in the past as well. Because the question was about the current state, right? Yes. 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 So. But that's okay. But no, did you want to uh, explain why you picked that question, John? I already did when oh. you were going through your phone to oh. try and find the song. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny, though. Uh, thank you, though, no, for I teeing you, me up no, for I that. Thought, I thought you had something to plug. I don't know that you plugged it. Did you? You said, I you, said you was in the band, but did you plug the show? I literally took over 60 seconds to plug that right. show. Well, <laughs> I was listening. Are you sure? Did you have a stroke? <laughs> Somebody smelled burnt toast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, okay. That's really funny, though, that you didn't hear any of that. Dan's looking at me like, what the fuck? Where was Justin? Um, okay. The next question, our 200-point question, uh, comes in from also, I believe, a day one listener, certainly a long-time listener, Dan He at... Hee-hee. And uh, Dan Hee-hee, yes, and uh, I really his fucked that up. Where was a, I on that one too? Yeah, Jesus. It's, it's, it's okay. You got something to plug? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he writes, "How would you describe your penis in hockey cliches?" Now, I thought you would like this one, Stefan. I do. Yeah, I do because it's about my penis. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> it sure is that. It sure is. <laughs> uh, so here's mine. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I oh. thought uh, I thought Stefan, yours might be a little bit more bragging. You know, like uh, like maybe you had like you were in the running. Say you had a really successful young career as a player, and you're going to the World Juniors, and uh, you, you know they didn't let you on the team, and you had a, you know, they had that like the reporters show up on the day, and you're like, yeah, this is just really tough for me, you know, because I've never been cut. <laughs> okay, that's that's really good. <laughs> the other one I was gonna say was, uh, yeah, we just didn't play the full sixty minutes. <laughs> I mean, who does? Am I right? Uh, I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, people. You know, my coach has definitely talked to me recently. I've been spending a little too much time in the box. And uh, so that's definitely something that I think, you know, we're definitely working on as a team. You know, we definitely want to, you know, we definitely don't want to be in the box that much. You know, it's uh, it's, just gets to be a little bit, a little bit too much. You know, it's, it's tough to, to kill off those, those penalties. So we definitely want to, we definitely want to stay out of the box for sure. As much as we can just, you know, and just, I think we, we definitely want to take more shots, though, at the same time. You know, I think that that's, that's something that we've identified as an area where we could clean up, you know, just try and get pucks to the net. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with something that Travis Green has said a lot in his post-game pressers this year. Yeah. Which is that, you know, there's some, some, other, some other groups out there where, you know, they can, they can take the night off. And, you know, maybe 
maybe just play 20 minutes and they're good enough that that'll get it done. But you know, this team right here, everybody's got to work. Everybody's got to show up. There can be no passengers. Uh, and you know, I, I didn't really like our jam earlier, but, uh, but we picked it up. I shuffled things up as it went along and, uh, switched the lines up a little bit. And, uh, ultimately, you know, it was a good game. <laughs> that was a good game. We lost, yeah. but that was a good game. Yeah. I you knew play it. like that. You play like that, you know, 19 times out of 20, you're going to win, but not tonight. Yeah. And I know, I know that, uh, I know that it was a good effort because she squirted twice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, that's a throwback. There it is. Yeah. Throwback to this past summer. And, uh, I mean, what a throwback it is. <laughs> Those were the best days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that a matters throwback to the emo question. is just following your heart. Absolutely. Eventually, you'll finally get it right. Hey, man. Sometimes <laughs> that's just if you... Get if you, it I think we can all agree. Wow. You know what? I, I was actually thinking in my mind, I'm like, I cannot believe we got through a song question without Justin singing. <laughs> and, well, that one's enough. on you, bud. But uh, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. I think uh, just I, I saw her on Tinder last night as I was swiping. She just was one of the people who popped up. And I was like, I shouldn't mention this to them because they were not. <laughs> let me hear the end of it. But yeah. Squirt Lady? Yeah. Squirt Lady oh. was on Tinder. Hell yeah, like, oh, that's, a, that's a good throwback. Did you swipe right? <laughs> I won't say. Yeah, of course you did. A gentleman of, never tells. Of course you did. Well, because you know if you four check hard enough, sometimes the puck squirts loose. <laughs> oh, fuck my life. <laughs> and the 300-point question comes in from Aaron Mackay, along, uh, also a day one listener. Now this vaults him into third place. So we've got Brandon O'Connors in first at 900, Matt Trogdon in second at 600, and Aaron Mackay in first at 500 points. And uh, he asks, Luongo has gone 5-0 and since his inspiring speech. What speech would you make, and what life stat of yours would improve significantly? Okay, well, it's ironic that you brought up uh, the summer of squirt um, again here, because I feel like... After I made my big, like, God damn it, respect me speech, yeah, uh, like, my, my lady luck significantly went downhill. <laughs> so I made the speech, and it had the opposite effect. I was, I was winning games earlier in that summer, and then I made my big speech, and I'm like, you know, I won't say over since, but... Uh, but, I mean... It's been a losing season. <laughs> And your best player got injured. <laughs> There's no real reason for the fans to even come to the game. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's fair enough. Remember when I was said I wasn't going to talk about my problems earlier? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Imagine how much worse those problems are if I won't talk about them. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> We laugh because we're in pain. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel's okay. grimacing. So, so, what is the speech that you would make? So you're. So I you would, made the speech. Oh, so yeah, you. Everything went badly. Afterwards. Oh, I see. I yeah. gotcha. So you don't. So that <laughs> would. So, but what would the speech that would imp- what would improve your life? Oh. So how would you get this? So you're saying that that's an area of your life you would like to see improved. So what's the speech? <laughs> no. What's the speech you're making that okay. gets you back on track? What's it about? Yeah. Same thing as Luongo, actually. That it's not. I'm gonna the come same out, thing as Luongo. Yeah, I'm going to come out hard against uh, you know, the school NRA shootings. and school shootings. 
And I'm look when you're right, you're right. <laughs> I'm just like you can't fault the man. I'm Everything pi- he said was the truth. I'm just picturing you, you on a date and just like <laughs> apropos of nothing, being like, ah, you know those school shootings. I mean, <laughs> they're just so horrible. Somebody you know, needs I just, to do something someone needs to this. step in. I mean, the gun can draw. I mean. Like they're just you know we're all we're all someone's children you know <laughs> that's awesome it's true though Stefan uh, well the stat I would improve would be ability to like take an edible and not be like terrified is like is this gonna ruin my entire day because <laughs> I'll take you know you'll take like a candy and it's like okay sometimes it's like this is totally fine or it's like not even enough and then other times it's like okay this is like the worst experience of my entire life. Uh, so I'd like to be able to have to just know in advance almost. It's, I don't know if it's necessarily a stat, but yeah, just 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 have more kind of like foreknowledge of of, of what this edible was going to do to me. Yeah, um, because it's like they give you a measurement like on the packaging or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, but it's like, just a thought, guess. Like there's yeah, no way they can some, know. Right, right here, I got these lemon drops. It's uh, 10 lemon drops, 10 milligrams each. But like I could take one of those and be fine and then pick another one at random and it, it'll just absolutely obliterate me. So I'd like for them to just be all the same. It's like Russian roulette. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but or, or here's a thought. At least Russian roulette, if you lose, you don't have to fucking, it, it's over right away. Look, you know, this is part of my speech. Enough of Russian roulette also. <laughs> here's a time someone took a stand and said, no more. Playing Russian Do you roulette. think anyone has ever actually played Russian roulette <laughs> in Vietnamese bars in the in the war? You think so? That's the end of Deer Hunter. Oh, <laughs> are we going to go through another Justin oh, yeah. thinks movies John, are real life? John doesn't thing? watch films. What were you well, going to say, John? For a guy who doesn't watch films, I won our Oscar pool. So shabang. Uh, oh, I was just going to say. Here's a thought: uh, Don't do drugs. It's a little. No, it's a little. I kind of like now. my option better. So, so my speech would be just me yelling at Jesse incoherently for like twenty minutes <laughs> <laughs> on the stream or privately. Uh, a bit of both. I think it would be one of those things where we thought it was private and then we realized we were streaming <laughs> because you're fucked on the edible. Yeah, exactly. Ex- yeah, exactly, John. You get it. I do. For a man who yeah. doesn't do drugs, much like a man who doesn't watch movies, I get it. Did you uh, see the the fish fucking movie? No, I didn't. The only, the only movie I saw two movies. You saw Ladybird. I saw Ladybird and The Big Sick. Okay, those are the only two Oscar-related films I saw. But I guessed correctly. Yeah, because if you just follow like the politics of it, it seems pretty easy. I guessed guess. sixteen of the twenty-four categories correctly. Nice. I got twelve out of the twenty-four in my in my Oscar. The I, Gary Oldman, I should have got that. Really effed. Well, me. I got all like the big categories. I just got fucked on the. Sound I didn't do any editing. research on the other ones and just guessed and got all of them. Same. Ones. I didn't know research on anything to do with any of it and i just got lucky i didn't even participate i feel like i could have done well though well i mean who's to say Um, maybe next year maybe next year what life stat okay well let me throw this out to you guys what life stat do you think i need to improve um because i i obviously i didn't even know that i'm a humble bragger so (laughs) you guys uh you guys go ahead and tell me what should i improve um um, I think you should start uh, taking edibles. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Well, I, I figured after your sho- your shocking upset win last night that it would be a true upset win. You'd be upset afterwards, 
and you might be inspired to like finally hit the bottle pretty hard. Because <laughs> when yeah. I got here, you were like, "Oh, what a weekend!" You all, I just, I've, been, I've just been really busy. I just haven't slowed down at all, and I've got some big shows coming up this weekend. So. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I'm opening for Nikki Glazer oh, at JFL is Northwest. That, is that so? Anyway, <laughs> it's not a big deal. This is cash. We're just friends. Anyway, <laughs> it didn't. It's. It was like this is the thing. You know, people are always like, "Oh, like that's so crazy." You know, and it was like it's not a big deal. I just DM'd her. She follows me, and it's like it's just a little DM. It's like, hey, do you need an opener? She's like, yeah, sure. It's cash. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So okay, so I have to make an edible speech. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, you could. I feel like if in your quest to like become more grounded, that like getting fucked up. Actually, on that edibles does make might sense. Help you with that. That doesn't make sense. Actually, maybe I'd like find myself. Yeah. 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 Go on an inner journey. That you know what? That actually does make sense. Um, okay. So. Ooh boy. So my okay. I'm gonna make a speech uh, during shavasana at yoga. And I'm just going to really just get in touch with my body and uh, just let everyone know that I'm really like one with the earth and I'm really like so inspired by the class and just feeling like I really need to connect with like what mother nature has given us all Mm -hmm. the gifts um, and gifts, all the gifts, all the gifts (laughs) and gifts. Um, Because, yeah, I feel like if I'm high on edibles, I'm only going to respond to text messages and gifts. Probably. Feels like a thing I would do. I feel like there's another speech you could make, though, that would guarantee that your edible intake would go up, up, up. Okay, what's that? And it's, you stand at the cashier at the, like, dispensary. And oh, you yeah. say, two edibles, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my speech. And people just, like, stand and clap afterwards. <laughs> I definitely know a lot of people that would be very interested to be around me when I get high. Yeah. like they I want- would love to see that. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, but like, why? I feel like that's like that's like our version of the NHL's live <laughs> live mic on the ice right. feed, pay per view. Yeah, we put the, put a stream out there that you have to pay to watch of John just being fucked up. On I'll edibles. have to get. I'll have to get. Uh, I'll have to get people throughout my life. I know that we're into it. Like, get, just send them a message. Be mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm doing it. It's like, come out. Because that would be even worse. Because then it'd be like people I haven't seen in yeah, like 10 be years. Yeah, like a revolving door of yeah. like, John Cullen, this is your life when yeah. you're trying weed for the first time. That sounds like a great <laughs> idea from what I know of weed. <laughs> uh, did it, okay, but is there an edible that tastes good? Yeah. I had a peanut butter cup like a week and a half ago. Oh, it was great. Cool. All edibles my... all taste good now, John. Like they're just candy now, basically. Yeah, the oh. cookies are still mostly bad because they just like taste like the, dirt, basically. Yeah, I mean oh. those are probably yeah, the, the, but the brownies are okay, and like the candy, like any gummy or anything, it just tastes or like ch- a gummy. Yeah, chocolate. I, like I said, we all know peanut butter cup is the preferred chocolate bar of Real Good Show. True. And I had one that was even more preferred because there was a bunch of THC in it. Well, that's not preferred to me. Well, two out of three hosts agree. It's even better than the real thing, if you know oh. what I'm saying. <laughs> two out of three, ho- one out of three hosts has a job. Well, two out uh, of three ain't bad. Hey, I have a job. Well, do you? I have multiple jobs. And you just talk about going to meetings. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> anyway, there's a thing I could say to Justin, but I will not. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Listen, Perhaps you're more grounded than I thought. I'm turning over a new <laughs> leaf. <laughs> A new leaf. <laughs> Tap the microphone. <laughs> T- 
two edibles, please. <laughs> I'm just pra- I'm just practicing. <laughs> That's like every episode from now until like 200. I just practice saying it. <laughs> so yeah, I'll get nervous for sure, and I'll go in there and I'll be like, oh, two okay. delectables, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would definitely be so obnoxious because I'll be so ner- I'd be so nervous about buying it that I'd definitely be obnoxious. I'd be like, "Yo, you guys got anything to eat in here?" And just be so annoying. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> With that, we move on to everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. A lot of people love each other. The world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Did I say I said Fortnite already once, didn't I? Yeah, yeah you for but, sure have. Damn. Okay, I fucking love Fortnite. But uh I'm gonna go with Michael Shannon, the actor. Ooh. He's wonderful, he's charming, and he was in the biggest movie of the year that won Best Picture and wasn't even at the Oscars. He was watching it on mute at a bar in Chicago. So uh that's great. He seems just like a cool guy. Michael Shannon, the actor. Okay, I'm going to follow up on that. I'm going to build on your recommendation there, Stefan. Bill. And I'm going to recommend a Michael Shannon movie that you might not think to watch when you look at his uh, overall oeuvre. Is that how you say that word? Uh, Yeah. Who cares? Uh, It's called Premium Rush. Oh, dude, that movie rocks. It also stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's a bike messenger, and he has to make a delivery that a bunch of oh, dirty yeah. cops are trying to intercept. Michael Shannon is like the lead dirty cop. It it sounds like the stupidest movie ever. It's so much it's fun. It's so much fun. He's so good in that. I love that movie. Yeah, Michael Shannon is fucking fantastic in that film. Uh, he's really great in everything. He really You picked a great one good thing this week, Stefan. Thank you. He's Thank like, you. he personifies rage basically as yeah. a, as an actor but he seems like a sweet man in real Apparently life he's just like the nicest guy in the world like there's pictures of him at the bar he's just like hanging out with people and just like chatting also if you can find it online uh and i know that you can um <clears throat> the clip of him from we came together the like, oh god the romantic yeah, comedy he, he, spoof. Plays, he plays the uh, ex-husband right yeah he bur- he bursts out of jail i think he's only in one scene i haven't actually he's seen at, the movie he's at the very end of the movie yeah. yeah uh and you know friend of the show zandy hardig is also in the movie and she's in that scene it's a david wayne movie um but yeah just watch michael shannon's scene and him running through the park with a samurai sword above his head it's one of the funniest things ever so oh yeah. the other movie that he's in that's really good is um Fuck, I gotta think this up. It's Revolutionary uh, Road. Nocturnal well, Animals. I, I, that's take shelter. Take shelter. Take shelter. That's the one. I love Take Shelter. Alright. Well, I'm I'm sticking also, with premium rush. Apparently his stupid human trick is that he can put change in his nose. Coins? I just okay. yeah, I just I just Googled him and it says it's always nice to find out a celebrity's real life attitudes are just like their on screen persona. Uh, or say, but then it gives some examples and it says, or say like finding out that Michael Shannon may really be kind of an awesome weirdo, the sort of guy who will shove two bucks and loose change up his nose on a whim. 
<laughs> and then it's a Vanity Fair tweet, and it says, for his secret talent, Michael Shannon warns, you should not do this. And he's also, okay. and he's also playing the piano while he's doing it. <laughs> okay. This is not a movie, but the video of him reading that insanely unhinged sorority letter. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That leaked sorority letter about, like, how people need to act at, uh... Oh, yeah. At, like, uh, uh, frat parties or whatever. <laughs> he did a dramatic reading of that for Funny or Die, which is insanely good. Oh, Michael Shannon was in Groundhog Day, too. Yeah. What? He was... Yeah, he was, uh, he was the the husband in uh, the, in the, the newlywed couple. Oh. Crazy. All right, yeah. my one good thing is an album I'm going to recommend. And it by is Michael Shannon. By Michael <laughs> Shannon. And it is called, Hey, I Got Some oh. Change in My Nose. Um, I just got a phone call. I don't know if you heard oh, that. Oh, yeah. It's from a Hollywood big Yeah, absolutely. No, that, okay, well. Oh, hey, guess what? Uh, you missed our meeting. <laughs> um, I, uh, it's by a, a lady called Soccer Mommy. Really? Well, it's like, it's not, I mean, that's the name of her band. Uh, she's only like 20, I think, but yeah, I don't even know her real name, but the project or whatever you want to call it, it's called Soccer Mommy. The album is called Clean and, uh, she just opened for Phoebe Bridgers and you guys all know how much I love Phoebe. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so she's kind of like, uh, in a similar vein, a young female artist, very, uh, confessional style lyrics with like some really excellent songwriting and, uh, yeah, it's just really great. I've been listening to it quite a bit, so that is my recommendation. Can I throw out an honorable mention? You right may now? not. See you I really later, guys. I really want to. Well, that's fine. Stefan just picked a thing from the internet, and there was a great thing that I saw today that really made my day. Uh, well, I don't have time. Okay, fine. Next week. That could <laughs> be a really week. good thing next, next week. week. Yeah. There's a girl who clenched her jaw so tight when Michael B. Jordan took his shirt off during Black Panther that she broke her retainer. And then he offered to pay for her dental surgery to get a new one because he felt responsible for it for being too good looking. So you were saying if this next week. I'll forget by next week, all right? Well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. With that, that will do it for this week's episode. Hey, you guys hear about uh, Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> Bought this girl's retainers. It's crazy. She's watching Black Panther. He comes out on the screen. He and takes she his shirt off. Takes his shirt off. And she clenches her jaw so much she breaks her retainer. He finds out. He goes, oh, shit. Sorry, I'm so good looking. And he pays for it. Yeah. <laughs> Made my whole day. Our roommates are Heather and Ben. Our producer is Daniel Cazetto. If you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow, where we put out three, count them, one, two, three bonus episodes last month. And they were all pretty good, I thought. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, the sat one especially. Stefan, unfortunately, could not join us for that. Busy in his Hollywood people meeting. People might like that, too. So I don't know about that. Yeah, people a... are like, oh, Justin or John are missing? <laughs> Sounds good. Stefan's missing. I'll probably just I'll skip, skip that. that one. <laughs> I'll watch his uh, his stream where he plays video games. He doesn't actually play them. Jesse where he them. watches no, no, another I play them. man. I play them now. We have a computer now. Oh, really? Play yeah. video games. Nice. Our friend Ed Zitron bought oh, us a computer. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Man. Thanks, Ed. That's a nice thing. I don't know why I'm thanking him. Yeah. He didn't do anything for me. Nothing for you. <laughs> well, he was on the show once. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyway. <laughs> let's wrap this up. This is... 
<laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Real Good Show. Uh, the Facebook group is facebook.com slash group slash Real Good Show. The website where you can find the blog where we have pictures and videos of all the things that we talked about today and each and every week is realgoodshow.com. And, of course, we always appreciate it when you take the opportunity to rate and review <coughs> the program on iTunes and give us a little boost in their algorithms. Until next week. I got some plugs. John apparently would like to plug. I'm open for Nikki Glazer this week. <laughs> you already mentioned that. March eighth to tenth at Yuck Yucks. Do you have an emo band also. That emo you'd like night to plug? March twenty second at Fox Cabaret and the newly revamped roast battle. Cody Audette is taking over as host. It's going to be wonderful. That's March twenty first at Little Mountain Gallery, and your boy John Cullen will be reprising his role as DJ Hate Crime. And Stefan, anything you'd like to plug? I've got like a meeting coming up. <laughs> And that's the way to that's the way to do that bit. That's I exactly, set them up, you knock them down. That's beautiful. Until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. New Me. Leaf. Uh, see, okay, that's pretty close. I agree. It was that meetings or Michael Shannon. I wasn't going to say Michael Shannon, but I thought meetings because we just said it. But I went. Yeah. You said weed, right? No, no, I said meetings. said meetings. Oh, you said meetings. I was thinking meetings, meetings. too. Ah, yeah. uh, damn it. Well, it's okay. I thought you said weed. Because I was saying. No, new... I smoked weed. Uh, I thought you were saying new leaf. Anyway, we almost made it. <laughs> so close. Hey, we've been good the last few. I don't know. I don't keep <laughs> No, we have. We have. We, yeah, we I, thought, I thought we matched on a couple. We had yeah. one that was like really out of the blue, I remember, yeah. like 10 episodes ago, and I'm still excited about it. Anyway, all right. See you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
to thank some donors. Yeah, buddy. We got a few here. Uh, thank you to Angus Smith, pledging $5. Thank you, thank you to Angus. Ah. Uh, it's a great name. It is. Uh, thank you also to Trevor Crane for pledging Angus five. Smith sounds like a like cowboy from like 1870. You know? No, it doesn't. Sure. You think someone in America was named Angus in 1870? Yeah, that's what they named the beef after. Good God, you're a mess. <laughs> Five forty-four from Trevor Crane. <laughs> thank, thank you, Trevor. You. Thank you to Trevor for <laughs> lifting up this podcast with your donation. <laughs> Oh, I should be shot. Okay. Uh, Thank you to Stefan's dad, Rohit Bhatti, for upping oh, yes. his pledge. This is the most outrageous thing. This is outrageous. He upped his pledge from two twenty six sixty six to $250 even. Yeah. What? Thank you, Rohit. Thank you so much. Yeah. This so is... these episodes cost Rohit like $70 an episode. Yeah. I mean, 60, we put 65. Out, we put out five episodes in January, so that was 50 so, bucks an episode. All right. He also somehow subscribed to our stream tonight. Uh, he resubscribed for the second month in a row twice. He has like two accounts somehow. See, so I don't know. One was a $25 sub. One was a $5 sub. And I wrote it. I appreciate it. We all appreciate it. Thank yeah, you for yeah. helping us create content. And what, what a generous what a, man. And what a good dude. Like I genuinely enjoyed hanging out with him and going I, to that hockey game. I legit... I, I thought it was a non-zero chance we were getting killed. <laughs> I would let Rohit kill me. <laughs> Fair enough. He does. That's give, how nice of a guy he is. He's given us enough money now at this point that he if he killed us, if he yeah. killed you, you'd be like, ah, oh, fair, well, fair game. You know yeah. what? I owe you this. Yeah, exactly. I owe you my life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, what a great guy. We had an awesome time that, that night at the game. Rohit, we had an awesome time that night at the game. <laughs> <laughs> And a $5 pledge from Scott Morrison. Oh, isn't he? Uh, well, he's. it could be at Maudie Sco, who always asks questions. It could be famed children's writer Scott Morrison slash newspaper columnist. Scott Morrison wrote uh, A Boy at the Leafs Camp, if I'm not mistaken. I was thinking of... Uh, classic, classic I novels. was thinking of uh, the hockey journalist Scott Morrison. Who used to yeah, work that's, for yeah, that's, in Canada. He wrote that book? Oh, Scott Young. My apologies. Yeah, Scott Morrison was on like the yeah. eye desk with that's Jeff right. Merrick for a that's long right. time. That's I was right. also thinking of Scott Moore, who like runs... Sportsnet. Yes. Yeah. So that would have been nice if my big, big boss was paying attention yeah, to this. Yeah, $5 from that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is all you're worth, plebe. <laughs> just peels a $5 bill off of a stack. <laughs> Of all the rest are one hundreds, but for some reason he has just one, five, he has at one five at the top, and he just <laughs> peels it off really slowly, and then he rolls it up and tucks it behind your ear, <laughs> like a magic trick. Yeah, exactly, but there is no, there's no magic. It's just a five dollar bill. But thank you all for yeah. donating. You're very sweet and kind, and thanks everyone. If you listen you. this far to the show, uh, thank you as well. Yeah, thank you. And with that, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Ah, oh, motherfucker! Shit! Shut the fuck up there. Someone else. Las Vegas odds say he won't hit one more time, and he doesn't. Thanks, Batman. Billy, read me. Watch it, you fucking asshole! Fuck!